there, pretties. It's Chrissy. And it's Heather. And a really sweet guy with a deep voice to give you a... Uh, oh, yes. Just a quick warning. Yes, the Chrissy and Heather show contains elements of real life, nostalgia, silliness, deep thinking, and nonsense. If you're averse to any of these ingredients, the Chrissy and Heather show may not be for you. So talk to your doctor and all your friends about this program. Let's get into it. Hey, Chrissy. Hey, Heather. I've missed you. I've missed you, too. It's been a while. <laughs> it has. I mean, not not for um, our listeners. Hopefully, we're in their lives every day. Mm-hmm. Every day. But Re-listening we, to but shows. But it's been a while since we've seen each other. Yes. Well, I um, am excited to be with you today because I've got, I think I've got some fun stuff to talk about. I love fun stuff to talk about. But first, housekeeping. Come back later, please. Housekeeping. Now that Love is Blind is over, did you watch the finale? I did. I didn't. But one of my friends posted on Facebook about it. And so I, I did the spoiler alerts and I am planning the next time I have an opportunity to sit and binge on Netflix to watch it. But I have a new show for you to watch. It is not The Bachelor for Seniors. Well, I definitely want to watch that one. Though. <laughs> I, do. I did see a, um, a screenshot of or something of like the auditions mm-hmm. for the senior citizen bachelors. <gasps> I need that. It, it looked like it's it's bringing us everything that we can we have come to expect from the bachelor but with old people who don't care anymore oh my god it sounds amazing (laughs) i can't wait i cannot wait no the show that i heard about uh, i can't remember who told me about this but i immediately knew i needed to tell you it is called naked attraction oh it sounds great already this is an irish dating show and here's how the show works okay so you have the person who is the the chooser the person like let's just say the the girl okay so the girl the bachelorette okay. the bachelorette uh-huh. is um is is on the, the stage and then there's possible suitors behind a screen mm-hmm. the possible suitors are naked <laughs> and she can't see them i need to go on this show this sounds amazing as she i guess she asks questions and as the questions are answered the the um the screen like comes up a little bit i wish people could see my face right now <laughs> chrissy's trying to figure out how to apply to be on this show and the the screen starts to rise with each question and they never show their face until she but you've seen everything you're seeing yes you're seeing everything whoa and then um i guess you make your choice and then, but I think though she eliminates people um, throughout the course of the show. Oh, I guess <laughs> their their personality in quotes, and then um, and then I think I have not actually watched this. I read about it. I think that at some point she also takes off her clothes, and then <laughs> once she's made her decision, they go off together, naked. They just take off. Presumably, yes. I don't know what happens after they leave. They probably have like fireworks going off on the screen. Oh my god! If it if it was a love connection, what is it called? Naked naked attraction. attraction. Everyone, let's find it today. Yeah. So, you now have a new binge show. <laughs> oh, I've got to see this. I hope you I've don't have your kids this, this weekend. Uh, I this weekend is Podfest, Heather. That's right. I we have be, our big I road be trip. With you. We're going to be road tripping and learning about how to do the thing that we already do. Yeah, we're going to learn how to get even better at this. Even better. If that's possible. (laughs) 
Okay. So, so that's my advice for y'all. Um, just go and check out Naked Attraction. Let us know what you think and who you would have chosen. I will say that the Love is Blind uh, finale for me was a little lackluster. That's what it sounded show. like. It kind of ruined it all. But, you know, maybe there'll be some follow-up, some updates, and that'll, you know. I'm sure there will be. my curiosity. So that wasn't really housekeeping, but I called it housekeeping because it was referring. It was referring back. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So. But now I have something that I know you love. And now, time for Heather's Headlines. I saw this and I um, I knew that <laughs> I had to read it. A chihuahua that can't walk befriends a pigeon that can't fly. Oh. Yes, this is a story of two animals that met at the Mia Foundation, a nonprofit in Rochester, New York, that helps animals with disabilities. Um, Lundy, a chihuahua that cannot use his back legs, showed up and met Herman, a pigeon who can't fly. He's been there for about a year. Um, they think that he had a brain injury or possibly West Nile virus that has rendered him wow. unable to fly. And they forged a friendship? They did. They connected and they have been inseparable. Um, they started snuggling up right away and they, they've never like pecked or nibbled at each other and they've just been fast friends the universe sent them to one another yeah one of those universe friends yeah i like that i liked that too i wanted to share it with everybody just as a as a sign um a reminder that you know there's always somebody for you and and it might not be who you thought it was might not be who you thought it was a chihuahua and a pigeon can be best friends love it yeah so what a great headline thank you Okay, so now um, I'm just kind of like going through my little laundry list of things I wanted to talk to you about. Mm -hmm. I have a little bit of a bone to pick with us. <gasps> with us? Okay. I thought you were going to say with me, which is worse. No, it's, it's with us. both of us. It's more inclusive. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, it's, it's March 2020. Whoa, it is. We've had January and February to get our shit together. Everything is, we should be squared away now, so ready. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I always think of January as like a freebie month of I'm really just tying up the loose ends of the year before. Gotcha. And then February, I'm starting to actually do stuff and you know move into uh -huh. whatever I said uh -huh. I was going to do uh -huh. in January. By March, if I don't have it together, I'm I'm I've got a bone to pick with myself. Yeah, I understand that. And I feel like we talked January. We talked a big game, didn't we? You know what we talked a big game about? Roaring. <laughs> We were going to roar, roar in the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, we said we were going to roar. We said we were going to do YouTube. We said we were going to do all this swag stuff. Yeah. We said we were going to do a lot of things. And we, and we, it's not that we aren't, it's not that we, it's that we haven't filled our commitment yet. I've only roared like three times this year so far. Yeah, I feel like I was I was expecting to roar a lot more. So I've been trying to think of ways that I can roar and you can roar and everybody can roar before this first inaugural year of the the new and improved 20s. Yeah. Gets too far underway. Let's at least get a couple things done this quarter. Yeah. I'm ready to roar. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so um, we're going to reach into the grab bag. Okay. This is my grab bag topic today. So I did all of my all of my housekeeping. I told you about naked attraction. 
I told you about the chihuahua and the pigeon. You really have made an impact today. <laughs> Thank you. I, um, I, I have picked my bone about feeling like I haven't roared enough. I've been, I've been timid and um, purposeful and um, productive this year, and I'm ready to roar. And so this is part of how we're going to roar. And it's, it's going to be sounding like a boring idea, but it's, it's going to end up being really exciting. And it starts with a... Um, and now Heather shares a true confession. I um, posted something on Facebook mm-hmm. last night and I excluded you from the post. I didn't <gasps> want you to see it. You made a top secret post? Do you know about it? No. Okay, good. I haven't it looked worked. social media it worked. in, I don't know, <laughs> at least 15 hours. I did a super scientific poll on Facebook mm-hmm. because I wanted to find out an answer to a question that I wanted to talk about on the show and I had to exclude you from it so that you wouldn't see it and it would still <laughs> be secret. You hid me from it? I hid you, you from it. You blocked me? I blocked you. I, I went into the privacy settings and I said, everybody except Chrissy. Oh, my God. I kind of love that. <laughs> and it's because I wanted to get um, some of our listeners feedback on this question um, before I talked about it with you, because the grab bag topic is kind of about spring cleaning. OK. OK. And spring cleaning our lives. Mm-hmm. And, you know, spring is almost here. You know, mm-hmm. it gets to Tallahassee a little spring bit earlier yep. mm-hmm. than, than other places. And um, I know that you and I are both purgers. Yes. You know, we like to get rid of things and live um, without a lot of extraneous stuff. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is a time of year when I want to spring clean my life. Gotcha. I want to get rid of the habits that are not working. Mm-hmm. I want to just kind of clean up around the edges of the things that are working and make them even better. And I want to get rid of the people and relationships that are not productive or healthy for me. That's an important one. Yes. And it's an okay thing. It's an okay thing. I purged out my Instagram the other day and I got rid of everyone that I didn't actually know in person uh, or that I didn't, you know, feel like I wanted to be able to see pictures of my children and stuff. And I deleted a bunch of people. And one person that morning messaged me. It was a guy. Um, and he was like, hey, um, I am friends with a mutual friend, you know, like we have, we have a friend in common, you know, and I was wondering if I could get your Snapchat info, which I don't even have Snapchat, so whatever. And and I replied back before I deleted him and I said, I have a rule for my daughter that she's not allowed to be friends with people that she doesn't really know and I shouldn't have accepted your friend request and I don't Ooh. have any interest in being um, your friend or in whatever you're proposing to me. So, um I appreciate the balls that it took to reach out to a stranger, uh, but it's not for me. Bye. And then I blocked him. Wow. Yeah, I'm ruthless. I'm, I'm very hardcore with my... Good for you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the reason why I got the idea to um, to do that kind of spring cleaning is yeah, you know, I, I have a lot of friends on Facebook mm-hmm. and I have a lot of um, guilt, I guess, associated with getting rid of people mm-hmm. because of because that's just my personality. But I read this this article about um, from this woman who said that she started deleting people on social media and it was the best thing that she did for herself because she mostly started unfollowing 
accounts and and like influencers or um, like fitness people and big thinkers and talkers because the stuff that they posted either felt really artificial mm-hmm. or just made her feel bad about herself. Yeah, nobody needs that. Yeah, so I asked on um, Facebook, what are the circumstances when you unfriend, unfollow, or delete someone from social media, what's the reason why, and how do you feel afterwards? And then I said, don't tell Chrissy. This is for an up to me episode of our podcast. <laughs> Yay! People answered you? <laughs> 55 comments. Oh, my God. How amazing. Yes. And so the most common reason why people would delete somebody from their social media is um, overly um, biased political posts. I can see that. Yeah. Especially this time of year. Like, mm-hmm. it's just only going to get worse. Yeah. Yesterday was Super Tuesday. So. I know. And I didn't hear anything about I, yeah. anything in the news. My The only thing that I, like, that I questioned about it was there was the tornadoes in Nashville. Right. And it was their polling day. And I'm like, how how are these people, like, and I didn't even see anything about it. Right. And, me like, either. Apparently, people just went about their business somehow, you know. And, yeah. Um, another reason is um, if you've accepted their friendship, but you don't really know them in person. Yeah, that for me, I, I, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, one of our mutual friends said lack of trust. If they, if I lose trust in them, I don't even unfriend them. I just block them. And and that was I've heard that from a few other people, especially if they're in some type of a custody situation mm-hmm. and you know they suspect that somebody is spying or delivering information to another party yeah then block them yeah i uh after a breakup i had a couple of friends who were really my friends but they had become friends with the person in the breakup too and mm-hmm. They would always like comment and like do things so that I would see like, oh, there was a block between me and the breakup, you know, but they would try to like comment on things so that it would come to the top Mm -hmm. of my feed. And I had to get rid of all those people, too, because I mean, they weren't doing it to be nice. They were doing it just try to stir up drama and i don't appreciate that so i just get rid of the whole yeah. I'll, I'll, so i'll break those relationships i'll just let the ex have them because they're obviously not my people anyways right you know if they want to act like that so um also people who bring the drama all the time yep always complaining always being um always having illnesses uh with the drama and always i mean not like 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 pretend illnesses, over overblown illnesses, yeah. like always having some reason. And so I always wanted to ask, um, how do you feel afterwards? For me, I feel a temporary sense of guilt, I guess. And then it just goes away. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Guilty relief. Mm-hmm. You know, if it's somebody that you've had a relationship with in the past, then you f- you feel guilty for a little bit longer time. Mm-hmm. Um, but also relieved that you've just kind of passed them out and sent them on their way. It feels different if they've done it to you, though. <laughs> That's the truth. Have you been unfriended and you know it? Yeah. 
again in like breakup situation you know like sometimes i still want to know what's going on (laughs) i've been unfriended and i've not known specifically why i've just guessed that I guess maybe they find it be annoying. I think I've told you before that I had a friend, a, a girlfriend, not a, not a breakup situation, that um, she just stopped talking to me. Like, she just, like, we were good friends. We did stuff together all the time, you know, and then I, you know, was, was texting her, how's things going, how's your kitchen remodel, y'all right? And she literally just never talked to me again. She ghosted you? Yeah. Like, and I never, I still don't know why, like. Apparently I did something that offended her or, you know, like, and I've thought about it and I'm like, well, maybe because we were kind of like wild and crazy friends, you know, mm-hmm. and it was like during a period of time where I was starting to calm down and I think maybe she was too, but my only thought is that perhaps she thought that our friendship was built on party and crazy and things that she was trying to escape in her life you Mm -hmm. know which I mean I respect that and that's fine but I wish I would have had the opportunity to be like I don't care if we don't drink I just like you like we can can hang out and not drink you know but and now I don't drink anyways you know but you know you were part of her 12 steps yeah maybe you know and I just maybe wasn't her cup of tea or maybe I was viewed as a trigger or as Mm -hmm. you know something dangerous and you know I don't I don't like that that's what I you know, signified in her life, but I don't know, I guess I I, like, I liked her as a friend. I miss her as a friend, but I am glad that she set a limit and is doing what felt right for her for whatever reason. Yeah. I was, I think that I was part of somebody's 12 steps. Yeah. Cause I got a random message, um, on Facebook. It was just years ago. And, um, and it was from somebody that had gone to elementary and junior high high school with mm-hmm. and he just wrote this message and and said I was really mean to you and I apologize I'm really sorry Aww. and he was mean to me he was um he it was a boy that I had a crush on mm-hmm. and you know I have I've always had almost always had short hair mm-hmm. and I just thought this boy was the cutest boy in the world and I just had a big crush on him and I guess I was pretty not secret about it (laughs) you were a little forward I can't imagine and um and he told me that um I looked like a boy because I had short hair and I was really sensitive about it because I always wanted long hair Mm -hmm. and um and it did hurt my feelings and you know I got over it but but he did hurt my feelings and then just like it came out of the blue and when he this was before your Facebook messages were like now they're separated where people who are not your friend can't message you unless you accept the message or something. Mm-hmm. Somehow this message got to me because yeah. I mean, I had no idea what had ever happened to this guy. Right. And, um, and then just the way he phrased it. And then of course I Facebook stalked him. I went and looked all at all of his <laughs> pictures and everything. And I kind of put the pieces together and, and thought, I think he's going through something and I think he's making amends. And wow, I was on that list. Like, interesting. Wow. So you see, you never know. Yeah. I had, um, I had a, former friend slash employee. Um, so she she was my employee, but we became friendly. And when she left the organization, you know, like I wished her really well and we stayed, you know, 
I thought friendly and she sent me a message. I guess I had sent her a friend request. Mm -hmm. And you know, you don't like, you know, you send a friend request because you know someone, whatever. And I I wasn't like sitting waiting like, oh, I hope that, you know, (laughs) she accepts or denies my friend request. And she sent me a message and was like, I see that you friend requested me and I'm just not ready. I, um, I carry a lot of hurt. Oh, and like, and like, I didn't need for her to do that, but like, I, I hoped it felt better for her. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. Like I didn't, I, I wouldn't have thought of like, Oh, she didn't respond to me or I would, I mean, I wouldn't have ever thought about it. You know what I mean? Um, but she, you know, she took the time to send this and I was like, okay. And I'm like, well, you know, uh, for her, if you ever, you know, want to reconnect in the future, I'm totally open to it. And in the meantime, I'm glad you're doing what's best for you. And, you know, and, um, you know, I hope the very best for you. I was ghosted once by somebody and I have no idea why. I honestly don't. We were friends. Like our, like her, she, her and her husband and, and my husband and I were friends and we had babies at the same time Mm -hmm. and our kids went to daycare at the same place and we were friends and then um and then we weren't like we were at daycare walking in like we were both there for some reason we were driving together and we're walking through the gate and she said hello to Robbie and she walked right past me and she unfriended me and I found out when I tried to like include her in a post and her name didn't autocomplete. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I, <laughs> I guess we're not friends. not friends. I had, I still have no idea. Like, did I do something? Oh, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I know. Sometimes we don't know how we have affected someone else. You I know. know? But if I did something to make it to negatively affect somebody, I want the opportunity to apologize. Right. Or at least know what it is. Yeah. And I mean, I guess I just hope that those people have the same thought that I have about about them that, you know, like, for whatever reason, we aren't friends now, you know, social media wise or in life or both. But I wish you well. And I never meant anything malicious. And I'm sure like, I don't think that anybody who's hurt me meant to hurt me. You know what I mean? Like, most people, I believe that, you know, if they have hurt me in some way, that it wasn't intentional. Right. It wasn't it's very malice. It's rare that someone just maliciously tries to hurt you, you know? And those are the easy cuts to make if somebody does, at right. least for me. You know, th- those are easy. But if somebody has hurt you or just isn't your cup of tea or your personalities just don't align anymore and you limit that, I get it that that can hurt the other party, but I hope that they can look at it and just say, all right, well, you know, she wasn't for me or, you know, I wasn't for her, but hope everybody's living their best life, doing doing their own thing. One of my friends said something that really summed it up um, for me. And she said, the only criteria you have to meet for me to unfriend you is that you subtract from the happiness I'm trying to keep up in my free time. Love. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. really is very succinct. And then, you know, another friend said, how do I feel when it's done? Empowered to be more in control of what I see on my feed. I like that. And that brings me to the next question in this process. So I, 
I don't know if you knew that I had a first question. The first question was <laughs> in the concept of spring cleaning, spring oh, cleaning spring your cleaning. social yeah, yeah, media. Yeah, yeah, We're bringing it back to spring cleaning. Spring cleaning your social media, cleaning up your social media, getting rid of the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And then the alternate, the flip side of that question is, do you actively seek out positive? Of course. Do you you do you actively seek out people to follow and be friends with on Facebook who because of the joy that they bring in? I mean, not on Facebook or in life. But in life, and then I'll go find them on their social media. Occasionally, I'm disappointed. Like I meet someone and I think they're cool, and then I go look at their social media and I'm like, oh, you're into some weird things you know and i don't care for that as much and then i wouldn't be friends with them on there but i still might enjoy their company when i run into them out so i but but before before i um answer your question further i have a question for you okay will you unblock me so i can see those comments (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) now i feel unincluded (laughs) i'm doing it right now i'm going into the privacy settings I'm going um, to add you back in. And now I can look at it. I can't Edit wait to read comments of, about this. And th- I love it when there's a lot of comments that lets me know that it's something that people, you know, connect to and that they, you know, spend some time thinking about. And I think that's, I think that's great. It's very purposeful. Okay. You're in now. Okay. Okay, cool. Now wait. you can read them all. Um, so I was in a conversation with, um, with some folks about social media and everybody seemed to go straight to how it's such a negative thing and it is terrible for kids and, um, it is a distraction and makes us feel bad about ourselves and all of this. And, um, and that's true, but I also feel like there is a potential for social media to be a really powerful, positive thing in our lives in the way that it can connect us with people across the world that may be going through the same uniquely difficult thing that we are. Um, That I think that it can help young kids to widen their awareness of the world and, um, and learn about, um, more diverse situations than what they might experience in their day-to-day life and to understand different cultures and understand different perspectives and points of view. If we purposely seek out the positive and bring that in. Mm -hmm. And so I've got a little bit of a challenge for our listeners to when you're engaging in your social media to really question is, does this align with how I want to live my life? If not, am I willing to let go of it in this spring cleaning mentality of getting rid of the things that no longer work here? And, and then am I replacing it with something good? Something that makes me feel happy, that, some, that makes me laugh, that makes me think in a positive way that I'm excited about seeing. There is... I'm, I'm going to butcher it, but there is a quote. Oh, good, because I don't have a quote to end the show. You Perfect. can end it with a quote. Um, it's from Ernest Hemingway, The Sun Also Rises. Mm-hmm. And it's something like, by now I had learned that all things, good or bad, that go away in your life fill up. Mm-hmm. The bad things fill up quickly, and the good things can only be filled by something better. Okay. 
And, yeah. And I, I like I really like that. And you can choose when you get rid of the bad things, you can choose to put something good in its place. You exactly. don't have to let it fill with more bad, you know? Exactly. And, and when you lose something good, then you look for something better. Exactly. You know? Yeah. There. Well, anyway. thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. because that's exactly what I was thinking of. I was thinking of like paper bags where I'm taking the negative things out of the bag and I'm tossing them out to the side. But then if I just keep doing that, eventually it's just going to be empty and Mm -hmm. it's going to be filled with something. And you're right. The negative is more than happy to just fill it Mm -hmm. up. And so what I want to do is when I take something negative out, put something positive in Mm -hmm. so that the bag does fill back up with positive. Mm -hmm. And then the 20s, the roaring 20s will be about a joyful roar. Yes. When we take charge of our social media, we take charge of the relationships that we have and who we choose to interact with, and not in a way that we never engage with people who have a different perspective or who challenge us, but that we do not continue to invite negativity in. Yes. So that is my challenge for our listeners for the next week or so, however long uh, you feel like playing along. To really look at that and Ever. then ask yourself forever, forever. ask yourself to you forever for every negative person that I boot out of this little space that I've created, am I bringing in something positive and, um, and, and see which one fills up faster and then continue to put comments on our social media posts because that brings us joy and yeah. that means you get karma points. So keep I mean, it up. 55 comments is the most comments that we've had on something and I missed it. <laughs> oh, it wasn't on our show page. Oh, it was on it my on yours. page. Oh. oh, come on on our show page. Get on the show page, people. <laughs> Chrissy and Heather on Insta, on Facebook and on the web. Yes. Find us out there. And we will always bring positive. Or try. We'll try to always bring positive. And in the meantime, we love you guys. Um, Thanks for listening. Um, Keep listening and share our show with your friends. Share. So that everybody can have a little bit of Chrissy and Heather in their life. Until next time. Bye. Deep voice guy, how'd we do? I think you ladies did absolutely fabulous. And for those of you looking to increase your dosage, make sure to connect with the Chrissy and Heather show on Facebook and Instagram. 